The Catalyst, a CEP podcast on bold leadership in the Ocala Metro. Hosted by the Ocala Metro Chamber and Economic Partnership. Sponsored by Douglas Law Firm. And recorded live at Wiley Productions Podcast Studios, located in Ocala, Florida. Welcome to The Catalyst. I'm your host, Natalie McComb, Vice President for the Ocala Metro Chamber and Economic Partnership Foundation, and I am thrilled to welcome Angie Lewis, owner of Angie Lewis State Farm. Great to have you today, Angie. Thank you. How are you, Natalie? I'm doing wonderful. I really appreciate um, the opportunity to interview you on leadership and and your service to the community. Um, So let's get started. Uh, Before starting Angie Lewis State Farm, I understand that you had a successful career in early childhood education. Um, How did this experience prepare you for leading a team of of now 23 employees? You know, Natalie, um, when I think about that, when you're an educator, um, a teacher, you really are in charge of your classroom. So um, I didn't have anyone standing over me telling me how to schedule out my day. You know, you really had to learn as you go. You had several different personalities and not only with the children, but with their parents as well. So a lot of navigating there. So I believe a lot of the things that I learned, a lot of my failures, um, a lot of my trial and error um, happened during those early years that really helped set up success for now um, as far as like running your day, uh, educating, um, coaching your, you know, I coach my team. That's what I was doing with my kids, you know, um, helping to teach them, you know, what they needed to know. And then you had to learn how to work with your coworkers. So you had a team of teachers and then your administrators. And then again, like I said, the parents. So a lot of moving parts there which I feel like played a a really big role into helping me prepare for the role that I'm in now. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. And what do you think is the most rewarding part for you of of running your own business? Uh, For what we do, I would say probably the best or the most rewarding part, what I love the most is watching my team grow and develop. So bringing on new people, a lot of times they'll say, do I have to have licensing? Do I have to have experience? And I'm like, no, actually, we kind of prefer you not, you know, to come in and just, you know, provide them the tools, the resources, get them involved, get them a mentor in the office, but just watching them grow and develop. And sometimes it's developing into... Uh, a higher role in the office. We have lots of leadership opportunities there for them to grow into. And we've had um, opportunities for them to grow outside of the agency, whether they have aspirations to have their own agency someday. Um, Right now I have two agent aspirants who are um, right now learning all of the the ins and outs of the business and with hopes to have their own agencies, um, you know, three to five years down the road. Or I've also had other people who um, just, you know, again, it was kind of kind of like me with education and, and the things I've done. It was a stepping stone to go out and do something else, whether it was real estate sales or starting their own business. And it might not even be insurance related, but gave them the opportunity to learn how to work with a team, how um, to be a leader and, and do different things like that that helps. So that sounds like yeah. you're still a teacher teacher, huh? (laughs) Always a teacher. Once a teacher, always a teacher. Um, So what advice do you have for um, other aspiring entrepreneurs who who may be listening? My number one thing is don't try to do it on your own. Do you know, seek out others that in the community you live in, outside of the community, um, listen to podcasts, all the, Mm -hmm. but uh, look for others who have kind of already 
done these things, they've been there, they've done that, and then make the time, reach out to them, um, have, you know, ask them questions. There is no dumb question. Like ask them everything, lean in on them. And, um, and when you need help, ask for help. But, you know, one of the biggest mistakes I made in the beginning was just trying to control everything on my own. So, um, we, you know, I moved here. I didn't know anybody. But once I was able to start branching out and meeting some people and getting involved in networking groups and, you know, then really growing and learning from so many people have done things um, way better than I, you know, I ever could. And so learning from them and then not trying to create, you know, and it's already been created, like use that, like go to people like, hey, here's an idea I have. Have you done this before? Instead of trying to create something from the scratch, you know, when someone can say, well, here, yeah, I've already got the foundation ready for you. And then tweak it to make it your own. But um, I think just utilizing the people around you and you'll find so many people are willing to sit down with you and share. And that brings them joy, I think. I think we all get a little bit of joy from helping others, you would hope. So um, yeah, I think that would be my my advice to young entrepreneurs to know that you don't have to do this alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's a lot of great resources here in Ocala for aspiring entrepreneurs. And, and I know um, we offer a lot of services at the Ocala Metro CEP, and you um, served as chair um, of the organization during what was a very difficult time in this community during the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, and we really appreciate that service and, and the leadership you provided. Can you tell us a little bit more about that experience? Yeah, it's it's been a great one. And and just to kind of go back a little bit, when I first moved here again, not knowing anyone, um, the CEP was one of the first organizations that I plugged into, and uh, that was that was really helpful for me. I'll never forget uh, Charles Simpson, Manal Fakori, several other people who just kind of would walk me around at these networking events and introduce me to everyone, you know, and that was very helpful. It was scary, you know, but it also was just extremely helpful. So so I knew right off the bat that the CEP was going to be a, a great resource for me and my business in trying to get plugged in, meet some people, um, learn and you know take advantage of the classes and the things that were happening that the CEP um, allows and provides for young entrepreneurs, team members, you know, um, people in the community. So uh, that that was a real uh, blessing for me to have that resource. And so by doing so, when I was asked to join the board, I, you know, again, was just like very honored um, to be able to take then that position and from board then to CEP chair. And that is where I really found out how great this organization is and all they do for the community. It's, I don't think anyone outside they see it but I don't know really, you really truly understand what's happening until I was a board member and then chair and understand the amount of phone calls that come in from everyone like you know out of state in state you know the business down the road like hey we need help with this thing you know and it's kind of like the go-to place that people go to for everything mm -hmm. And now that the CEP is just one of the many organizations that that you've um, that you've served as a as a volunteer. I I know that your resume is extensive in terms of volunteer work, um, whether it's um, organizations that focus on education or the arts. You've served as a board member and even chair for for many local organizations. And what what is kind of your thought process on how you decide? Um, when to volunteer for these organizations and, and balancing your commitment to, to them as well as your commitment to your work and your family. That must be, be difficult. Hmm. 
Great question, Natalie. Um, First, I look at what are my passions? You know, what am I passionate about? You know, when it comes down to it's education is, is a big one. Um, quality of life. So the arts organization and what we provide for our community and people visiting our community, I think is super important. And then economic growth. So making sure that there are jobs and that, you know, families are able to take care of, you know, their loved ones and um, that we have a growth mindset with what we're able to provide here. Those are the areas I I really kind of try to stay in. And then, um, you know, talk with with my family, make sure that we're all on the same page. Um, that's where that overcommitment sometimes, you know, I'll come off a board and then I'll join and my husband will say, I thought we were backing down. And I'm like, yeah, but this one and, you know, um, but I, the one thing that really helps with that is I, I just have a phenomenal team in my office that allows me the opportunity to take time out of the office if I need to during the day, um, step aside and, you know, go out and do a volunteer or, or go work with a board. Um, so I'm very blessed to have such an amazing team. Yeah. And, and why do you think service to the community is, is so important as a local business owner? I think it's super important um, because I'm a local business owner and they're, they're local nonprofits and um, the same people that I'm helping serve there serve us. They're our customers. Um, they, if they're not our customers, a lot of times their friends and families or people who work in their organizations are. And I would not be able to do what I do without them. I mean, at the end of the day, I, I, I represent, I represent State Farm, but my customers are truly my employer. So without them, I have nothing. So, um, I think it's super important to give back to the people who give so greatly to us. Yeah, that's great advice. And, and, um, you know, given that you've been involved in, in many nonprofits, uh, we do, we do ask on the catalyst, um, to highlight a nonprofit with, uh, each of our interviews. So is there a particular organization that you'd like to, to highlight today? Um, yeah, this is not one that I'm a board member of. My husband is, um, but it's one that I truly believe in. I, I just think they do beautiful work and that is wear gloves, um, Ken and Wendy Cabertle with what they do there and, the whole purpose of providing resources for people who are homeless or in transition and that they they do such a great job of providing jobs and in doing a hand up, not a handout, and teaching skills and getting people who um, maybe are really not employable at the moment. Like it would be really hard for them to walk in most places and get a job but they provide them the, the resources, they provide them counseling, they provide them um, through doing the work, then places to live, food, the things that they need to survive. Um, and then that helps then transition them into the workforce. And they've got some just beautiful success stories um, coming out of, of there. And if you haven't visited their campus, it's growing. Um, so they've, they've added several other things there that have just, um, I think, are, is a great resource for our community. Great, great. And we'll be sure to include um, the link to Wear Gloves website on on our episode page um, if you'd like to check them out and and learn a little bit more about that nonprofit um, here in the Ocala area. And now a word from our sponsor. Hello, this is Jeremiah Blocker with the Douglas Law Firm. 
We are a full-service law firm with many practice areas to serve your particular needs. We are located in downtown Ocala at 110 North Magnolia Avenue. Coming from a seventh-generation family here in Ocala, I am honored for our law firm to partner with the CEP to bring you these podcasts. We hope you enjoy. Um, so now is the fun part of our interview, um, our lightning round questions, a little bit of get to know you with Angie Lewis. Um, so uh, what trait do you value most from members of your team? We mindset. Love that. Mm-hmm. Love that. Uh, biggest pet peeve? People who don't understand airplane etiquette and they stand up and run out the aisle. There's there's an order to how you get off a There plane. is an order. <laughs> Otherwise, it's pure chaos. <laughs> I I love that. I wasn't expecting that one, Angie. I love that. I I think this is coming fresh off of a recent trip for you, isn't it? It's been uh, several that I've noticed. This this has been a pattern lately. I'm like, I I almost wish they would do a little, you know, when they do the, here's how we do this if the plane crashes. Well, I think we need to talk about. Here's how you behave yourself as a passenger on an airplane. Yes. (laughs) I love that. I think we should institute that. We'll we'll write a script. Um, What advice would you give yourself um, at age 15? High school is only four years of your entire life. It's not, <laughs> don't take it so seriously. Have fun, enjoy the moment, but all the drama and the other, like, it's really not that important. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'll be by in a flash. <laughs> and what is the top band in your playlist right now? Right now I'm listening to Maggie Rogers. Love Maggie Right? Rogers. Her voice is just so beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Are you going to see her soon? I hope so. Yeah. Um, my daughter just recently saw her in Paris mm-hmm. and had, you know, loved, had a great time. And um, so we've been both talking about her a lot mm-hmm. lately. And, um, you know, we just spent some time together. So, so she's been hot on my playlist lately. So I definitely want to catch a show. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Andy, for being here with us today. Again, we were with Angie Lewis with Angie Lewis State Farm, um, and we appreciate you being on the show. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for joining us for another episode of The Catalyst, hosted by the Ocala Metro Chamber and Economic Partnership, sponsored by Douglas Law Firm, and recorded live at Wiley Productions Podcast Studios. New episodes, guests, and perspectives on leadership premiere twice a month. Follow us on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, or wherever you enjoy your podcasts. Have a suggestion for a future guest? Email us at thecatalyst at ocalacep.com.